This week's episode of the Markout Media Podcast is sponsored by SeatGeek. Hey, Victor, do you like going to sporting events? I do. Go Giants. Yeah, or even hockey? I do. Go Sharks. Uh, Football? Go Raiders. And of course, professional wrestling like AEW or WWE. Oh, of course. I mean, like I would love to go to WWE or AEW or any wrestling event. But don't you feel like tickets are just so expensive nowadays? Yes, they are. And I would love to save some money. Well, here at the Markout Media Podcast, we actually are sponsored by someone that will help you, and they are called SeatGeek. SeatGeek is an amazing app that helps you buy tickets in literally the easiest way possible. So if you do want to go to the, any of these tournaments, you can just hit up SeatGeek, whether it's on your phone or on the internet through a web browser, and just hit them up and use our code to get $20 off your first purchase. And please listen closely because you definitely want to use this promo code. The promo code is Markout Meets one word mark out media so again please go to SeatGeek right now on your phone or on your web browser and save some money for your next sporting event it's about time you get started on doing these again hey shut up i mean come on you're lazy you're lazy guy right, we we're friends with a lot of these people that we interview you could just be like hey let's interview yeah i know well it's i'll, I'll explain i guess yeah anyways uh berkeley roll the intro podcast is scheduled for one fall from san jose california the king of frog style david edge and everyone's favorite brother victor this is the Markout Media Podcast. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Markout Media Podcast. If this is your first time, my name is David Edge, and with me, as always, is my brother, Victor. Hey, what's up? Make sure to subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more platforms where podcasts are provided to you. Also, make sure to follow us on social media. It's at MarkoutMedia18 on Twitter and Instagram. Once again, that's MarkoutMedia1, or 81. What is it? Mark. 18 18 yeah. yeah 18 mark out media 18 there you go guy and then as always uh make sure to buy the merch at brainbustertees.com what shirt are you wearing uh i am wearing a speedball mike bailey shirt let me see yeah because a monkey M- monkey oh that's cool i like that one yeah that's my favorite one oh. uh, what are you wearing what you got me yeah say what it is you idiot uh, well it's where was it from uh pro wrestling tees Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a high flyer shirt. It says high flyer, and it's a green shirt and with the marijuana leaf. Yeah, there you go. Out of your a billion shirts that you have still. Yeah, there's some I need to go through, but there's a lot I got. I got rid of. There's you, a lot. Can I got you rid think of. of a shirt that you like haven't worn in a very, very long time that you still have? The wrestling shirt. Yeah. I don't know. Like that, you just like. Oh, I still want to keep it, but you never wear it. Oh, I have a. I have a list. There's some. There's a. There's uh, from drowning. I have shirts from one or two of them. Still, why? I don't want to throw them away. Why? They're I'm gonna hang them up. Who? Why? I'll frame them. Get them signed. Again? Why? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I just don't Are you? Do you talk to any of the guys from Drowning? Not anymore. Neither do I. Oh, well, there you go. Not like I'm saying I'm not friends with them. It's just that it's over. They're not even in that band. That band's not a thing. Yeah, I know. Get over it. It's move, over. Move on. God. There's a Demi Lovato shirt, like a tour shirt that I'm keeping. Oh, but that doesn't fit you. You're fat. I know. Stop. <laughs> I just came over here to body shame me. What size shirt is that? The shirt? Not your size. <laughs> no, not my size anymore. It's probably like a large. I just cut the sleeves off. It's a large. You're not a sleeveless guy. <laughs> it's a large. Oh, so? I'm not a large. Take the sleeves off. 
No, I want to keep because it's a torture. It has a torch. Uh, why don't, you get, why don't you get a denim jacket and then just cut, cut the print out and put it on the back? Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, like a punk rock shirt. Punk. Or what is it? The denim vest that they wear for biker clubs? Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. Yeah, it was a lot. Okay, so what's the gap between this interview and the last one you did? January of this year. Bullshit, really? Yeah, Marco was the last one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Holy yeah. hell. We definitely need to get that figured out. Well, no, I have my list of people that I want to get next, so. Yeah, we, we're not going to tell you because that's just how that works. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I will say next time we, we definitely need to get uh, Fab on uh, on an interview as well. Yeah, that's what, well, I can do it over Zoom now, so. Well, I don't want to do Zoom. They They deserve to be with us. I know, but if all else fails and booking meetings suck and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and uh, Victor is the main one for the interviews here. I, I just mainly do the intros and outros, but He's uh, just here to hang if, out. if I do have time, which I usually don't, I will um, do the interviews with them. Oh, you're speaking end of an era. You. What? Oh, yeah. I no longer, <clears throat> I'm no longer a videographer. Yeah. Um, yeah. People keep saying photographer, but that's different. It's end of an era. Yeah, it's totally fine. I mean, when did you start? What what? Like photography, our videography and wrestling. Uh ooh. What was your first uh video making highlights and shit like that? It was I can't remember what year it was. So Was no. it Ugwa? It was the Shark City Showdown for Ugwa. I was re- filming on my phone. Uh that was maybe 2017. Yeah. And then eventually, yeah, I blame I blame Ugwa. Ah, yeah, it's, it's Ugwa's fault that I do all I did all this. What did your Theo say on Facebook the other day when when I was down? Ugwa picked me up. Yeah, there, there you go. I was about to comment. Oh yeah, well Ugwa saved me from a burning building. <laughs> 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 just to see how, just to up one up him. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, well Ugwa actually gave me another kidney so I could live. <laughs> <laughs> Ugwa saved me from this bus that's gonna hit me. Actually, uh, Ugwa actually dove in front of a bullet <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, it's totally fine. I mean, if I had to be honest, um, I loved filming. I was never a big fan of editing. Editing was the hard part. Yeah, I don't even like editing the podcast. I don't like editing the videos that I have to do for IG Reels. Oh, so that's why you don't really podcast because you you hate doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hate love kind of thing, but yeah, I, I love how it's supposed to be like a love hate thing, but you choose hate first over love. Yeah, even <laughs> so though it's, it's fine. a hate love, it's fine because when I was doing the interview, I was perfectly fine. And I was like, okay, cool. It's like I never really. Yeah. It's, it's like I did it last week. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm glad you got to to do an interview again. As I said, you're for this interview, you're not going to hear me on it because I just I don't have time to do interviews. And if I do get a chance, it's going to have to be at a show. Yeah, and that's fine. We got a couple shows coming up that we're both going to that I'm trying to think of, but I can't right now. Yeah, but uh, th- this interview is pretty cool. It's with uh, Laura the, Fraser, the adventurer. Yeah, Laura Fraser. Yeah, they were. Uh, we talked about um, the Jungle Cruise. Did you guys really? Yeah, we did. Oh, I w- okay. I wish I was there because I'm a big Disney fan. Yeah, and I'm sure she is. Talked too. about the talked about the movie. Did you tell her? Wait, I, I I haven't heard the interview, so sorry if it's breaking the fourth wall or some huh. shit. Uh, <clears throat> did you talk about how you thought I would be good to be a uh, a Jungle Cruise person? No, I forgot to mention that. Wow. No, I probably I probably forgot to mention that. Delete it now. I'm just kidding. You and those corny jokes. I don't think they're corny. 
they're they're just not good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad we got to that part. Uh, but yeah. Um. Wow. You don't want to ask me questions about my what my favorite things are about filming. No. Yeah. What's next? What's next after filming? Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> Which will be sometime this year. I don't know when to be honest, but uh, maybe I do. I don't know. I'm just gonna keep you guys all uh on your on your toes. You know. But the next is the graps. The graps? Yeah, graps. Oh, grappling, you idiot. That no one says that. The <laughs> graps. You sound like you sound like an undercover cop who's out of high school trying to sound cool. <laughs> Hello, you fellow kids. <laughs> Pretty much. Ah, the graps? <laughs> oh, just, ah, I hang out with all my chums. Yeah, your high school chums. No, shut up. <laughs> I didn't say it. Your dad did. Yeah, yeah. No, I I I know. Which he'll figure that. He's not here, is he? No, he's not here. No. Oh, it's because he's got a job. Oh, he's too, got something too important to do. Yeah, important stuff to do. Lucky bastard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we got to get into this interview. Yeah, no, let's uh, let's get into this interview with uh, Laura Frazier, the adventurer. I love I love that nickname, the adventurer. Yeah, it's good. I uh, like it. Yeah, they're they're fucking awesome. Um, would yeah, let, let's let's get in. Sorry, you're you're watching Wizards of Waverly Place. Why? Um, because it's on a live stream on Disney Channel's YouTube page. Oh, okay. So you like willingly are watching this. I just put it on his background stuff. Okay, cool. I mean, as long as I get to see David Henry, he's the, he's the real reason that show's good. <laughs> let's get into this interview. <laughs> All right, let's get to these, uh, the adventurer Laura Frazier interview right here, right now on the Markout Media Podcast. Today, my guest is Laura Frazier. Laura, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How about you? Um, like I said, off camera, I'm a little tired. I don't know. It just, this is what happens when you take dabs all day and, and you smoke all day. It's just, uh, surprise I pay for choosing an indica over a sativa. Yeah. I had an edible earlier cause I wasn't feeling well and now I feel better. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, what, what were you up to today? Just you're, you're just at work. I, yeah, I was at work and then I wasn't feeling well cause I just was feeling really feverish. I think it was just. Yeah, I think it was just a migraine. I thought it wasn't a migraine because it was like worse, but it was just a migraine. So I went home and then I, you know, took a nap and had an edible and now I feel better. That's good. That's good to hear. It's good to hear you feeling better. Um, but yeah, uh, let's let's get straight into it. Um, you you trained at Stoner U. You're still mm-hmm. you're still you're still basically because I mean, it's like you, you debut, but you're still you know, you're still going to training and you're still you're still at the the dojo, so to speak. But um. Mm-hmm. You have worked a few Stoner U shows. How are those uh, shows like? Uh, they're a lot of fun. Um, I like, you know, I like them because they're not like as serious. You're just kind of like uh, trying whatever you can to see what works instead of just like, you know, going out there and just doing what like I feel you get to like you get to try more uh, new stuff at the dojo shows than, and, you know, see how what people like and then you go and do it elsewhere nice uh so how was because the stoner you uh, dojo you guys just had a show for 420 how was that one um it was all right i think the crowd was like really stoned because uh they seemed like they were really <laughs> sleepy the whole time but i get it i get it yeah it was 420 i thought about going out there me and my homie but i was just like we're gonna get too stoned and driving back is just yeah it just sounds awful so yeah, but, not a good idea. Yeah, I just I was hoping the show went pretty well, but I did see a couple of uh, 
Instagram stories uh, that night. So it's pretty good. Uh, I was going to ask, um, do they have any upcoming shows at the dojo coming up? Yes. Uh, we have uh, the memorial show for uh, John Wilk um, on May 18th. Uh, all of the pro- all of the donations being made for the show that we usually we usually ask for a ten dollar donation for um, uh, entry, and yeah. all those will be donated to his family. Okay. Um, yeah, so nice. celebration of life. <laughs> yeah, celebration of life, definitely. Um, it should be a good show. Um, how long have you been training at Stoner U? When did you start? Uh, 2019. I would have debuted in 2020, but something happened. I don't know if you know heard about it. No, <laughs> yeah, the pandemic happened. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. It it was weird because like for me when the pandemic happened, I was like, I got to do something, and then that's when I would start doing interviews like every single day on Instagram Live, and I was like, okay, I could do this, and I was doing them every single day, and at some point I just had to stop and just move everything over to apple Podcasts and everything like that but yeah just the pandemic uh i was like let's get to work i was like fuck this i was like i'm bored yeah yeah um but i was gonna ask because um when were you supposed to debut then since if if, if uh, the pandemic didn't happen when was when was your debut i don't think there was like a set date but like it you know she could talked about getting me on shows because that's when uh you know, Hood Slam was running shows out of the yeah. Metro every Friday. So they would need people for like glam because, you know, I'm femme presenting. So I would yeah. be great for glam. And then um, probably like Sexy Good Time Russell show. Like they always need a bunch of people dressing up in cosplay and stuff. And she really yeah. liked my announcing again. So it was my ring announcing because I was doing ring, ring announcing for dojo shows at the time. Okay. So I feel like it was like just in reach. And then all of a sudden, boom, the pandemic happened. And then I got my neck injury and, you know, Stoner U wasn't running dojo shows for a while when they first moved to the new place. And Hood Slam was only running once every, you know, couple of months. And, you know, obviously the, you know, Hood Slam regulars get priority when it comes to booking, obviously, you know. So it's like there wasn't really anywhere for me to debut for the longest time until finally 5CC let me show up there and debut there, which was very nice of them oh that's the five-sided ring right yes okay and that's in washington correct mm-hmm, correct okay i've heard of them before uh how was debuting mm-hmm. for out there um it was interesting because like i wasn't sure how the crowd was really going to react to me but thankfully the five cc crowd is actually really good like they're just i think because bellingham didn't have at least this is what i've heard Bellingham didn't have uh, wrestling for like the longest time. You know, it's very close to the Canadian border. It's like almost as far north as you can get with the United States. And as except for Alaska, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. um, uh, Yeah, they um, I wasn't sure how the crowd was going to react, but they I think they're just really excited because they hadn't had a wrestling like pro wrestling. uh, uh. promotion in ages until 5cc showed up so and like you know there's not a lot of close by places for them to go watch live wrestling so got it got it um is there any difference in the five-sided ring compared just to the normal four-sided ring yeah you can't really run the ropes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would imagine running the ropes on a five-sided ring is kind of awkward 
yeah, you kind of just got to like either take them into the corner from the rope or uh, yeah, or you can't really like run someone from Irish whip someone from one corner to another corner either. It's like they you get them out of the corner, they hit the rope. But like, you know, it, it led to some cool stuff like you could take some out of the corner, have them hit the rope and then like pump kick them or something like yeah. there would be. There would be some interesting stuff, but it was mostly a challenge, not going to lie. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, because I, I knew that was your debut, and I wrote it down on my last notes, but then I just deleted it, so I'm glad we're talking about it now. But yeah, Because <laughs> I was curious, because I was like, wait, the five-sided ring, I was all like, I kind of, like, I was like, is it, there's got to be some difference in it, because it's a difference, there's an extra side to it. And mm-hmm. it's, I, would, I would assume it's more wide than a normal fucking uh like four-sided ring so yep yeah that's funny um but yeah so you at stoner you your trainers are the stoner brothers and anton Voorhees, correct correct yeah because i remember when i did the uh the anton Voorhees interview i told him i was like you got a student that i was like kind of reminds i was like i know she i could tell that you came from stoner stoner you i was like you got that style of stoner you that i think that there's a style of and like it oh, reminded yeah. it because it, it reminded me of Anton so much of the way that you wrestle. It reminded me of Anton, and I oh. was all like, and I was like, well, he's a good wrestler. So, but yeah, what I was saying is your style. Like, I it reminds me of Anton. Anton's a good wrestler. I think you're a good wrestler. The Stoner Thank Brothers you. are good. The, the Stoner Brothers are good wrestlers. They're very creative in the ring. I think you're very creative in the ring. And sometimes that's, that's what that's what I look for for a wrestler, like especially if they're around here and they're around the area. Like I want to see some creativity in the ring. It's always yeah. nice. It's always nice to see something new or something that you maybe haven't seen before from a wrestler, and you definitely give off uh, those vibes. Yeah, um, I'm very fortunate to have the trainers that I do have because they are so creative. Um, Dustin was the one that um, helped me basically come up with my finisher because he had seen like the snap driver before and he was like, why don't you bounce off the ropes and swing around and do it? And I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I think I tried it with Marcelo a couple of times. And yeah, he's like, that should just be your finisher. Because like I was having problems coming up with a finisher and he's like, that should just be your finisher. And I was like, okay. And people love it. So (laughs) thank you, Dustin. I mean, thank you, Ricky. Yeah, there you go. Nice. And uh, Scotty is also super duper creative, and Anton has ha- definitely helped me come up with a, like a lot of my combos. Well, so is so is um Scotty, okay. but yeah, like a lot of the uh, a lot of the kicky stuff definitely Anton. <laughs> um, a lot yeah, of the kicky transition stuff, and then um, a lot of the stri- just general striking into like certain moves is definitely uh Scotty nice nice like i said they're great wrestlers and they know how to tell stories in the ring and just with their mm-hmm. bodies and it's great and like i said i can definitely tell that you got that you know in you and yeah, yeah. Like, um i mean shit i mean you're the first uh if i'm getting this correct you're the first south bay south bay championship wrestling women's champion correct yes that is correct <laughs> how is how does that feel to be the first first one really weird because i didn't think like i that would be so soon in my career like mm-hmm. it i was just like oh oh damn okay um but yeah uh it 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 feels weird like i'm i'm obviously very grateful and happy yeah. and stuff but yeah it's just i it doesn't 
it still hasn't registered yet, even though the title's not on me anymore. <laughs> got it. Got it. Yeah. I mean, okay. So you won it and then you lost it. Uh, I won it, defended it once and then lost it. Yeah. Cause I just, I was on Instagram and I saw the clip. I would think uh, South Bay just reposted it today or posted it today of uh, uh, Brooke Havoc uh, pinning you for the title. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I opened up right before I did this interview. So <laughs> Yeah. Was, yeah, was you losing the title? But no, that I mean, you're like I said, you're the first ever, first ever one. So you got that. that that's in the history books. Mm-hmm. So that's good. But you're also you have a title at Lucha Patron too, correct? Yeah, uh, that one I just won and then lost. Uh, that was the <laughs> light heavyweight Lucha Patron light heavyweight champion. I was the first femme presenting uh, Lucha Patron light heavyweight champion. I was working their shows. I know their shows are always. They're always packed. Oh, yeah, they they definitely. I don't know what it is about Santa Rosa, but even when we did that one show in Petaluma, it was pretty packed. I think they're just really good at promoting their shows. Like I always see they always have like ads on like Instagram and Facebook. And, you know, they just they just really know how to get their uh, name out there. Also, you know, they do like bilingual ads, which I think is also important, too, because, you know, sometimes like you have areas that uh, predominantly speak Spanish so like it's important that like those people know what's going on <laughs> and yeah. you know especially since it's a lucha show you know it would make sense right so yeah I think I think they're very smart when it comes to promoting their shows no yeah definitely um but at least we talked about your hood slam debut you got a debut coming up at the end of the month and that's one that's close to my heart because that's the home promotion for me is you're going to debut for for Agua yeah i'm finally excited that i get to debut there yeah so are you i mean how do you how do you feel i mean you excited about it and uh yeah i'm excited that you're doing it and it's against jordan blue so this should be pretty cool yeah yeah um i haven't had a chance to wrestle her one-on-one yet um i just wrestled her in the triple threat with eliza hammer that's the only match i've ever had with her so um i'm stoked to go one-on-one with her this time yeah, and you're going to do it uh, in the Ugwa zone, as I'm the only one that calls it that. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> never, never, it's never going to catch on, but hopefully one day it will. But one day, um, one, one day. But um, no, yeah, I'm excited. Like I said, that's the home promotion for me. And it's in San Jose. It's Hut's home. And like I said, that venue to, for me, thankfully, is like, I don't know, not even 10 minutes away. So, Must be nice. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Finally, because, well, we usually go to the, we usually go to the Emporium in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that. It looks like a really cool venue, though, just from what I've seen from, like, the videos and stuff. It's a very great venue. I love it. It's just, it's in San Francisco. The parking, if you don't don't get there by a certain time, it just sucks. Like, yeah, yeah, the last time me and David were there for the last show, we parked uh, pretty far, and then we had to walk up the hill, and then we had to walk down the hill and back up, and it was just, it was, oh, God. Yeah, it was too much. Like I said, just walking those hills in San Francisco suck. But um, I was going to ask, because now that we have a promotion like Full Queer, what's it like wrestling for Full Queer? I love wrestling for Full Queer just because, like, I don't know, I feel like most places, uh, don't get me wrong, I love being there. I love that these places are booking me. But I think most people, because I'm femme presenting and, you know, because, you know, I was designated female at birth, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the times people are like, oh, yeah, you're a woman's wrestler. You're in the women's division. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a couple of promotions that like will put me up against anyone, really, you know, and that's one of the reasons why I like working dojo shows. Also, Lucha Patron, you know, they don't just 
shove me into the woman box. They let me wrestle whoever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like other promotions, like, I don't think they're like trying to do, I don't think they're doing it maliciously, obviously. I think it's just, that's just what we're taught and they just like, whatever. But like, I feel like with full queer, it's like, yeah, I'm femme presenting and you know, that matters, but it also matters that I'm non-binary and I really like that. I really like that, you know, I don't, I can just be me and I don't have to like try to, you know, placate anybody. No. Yeah. I mean, you gotta love it. I mean, when, when people are, are able to be, they're like a hundred percent full themselves, you know what I mean? Like, and they're just yeah. doing it for them and they're doing it, you know what I mean? They're doing it because, you know, they want to be themselves. And sometimes, I mean, I don't know. It's just let people be themselves. That's yeah. It. That's it. Yeah. For let real. Be themselves. Um, but I wrote down two more things in my notes and I got to bring them up. Um, so, and I'm sure you talked about it before on other podcasts, but I want to know, uh, you worked at the jungle cruise. Yes, I did. I'm what wearing was... a shirt from theirs right now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, well one, because, so, cause I haven't been to Disneyland and I've been on the jungle cruise in years. And the last mm-hmm. thing I've done was watch the movie. So I'm assuming you watched the movie, the one with the rock. Of course. Of course oh, I had what, to. What'd you, what'd you think of that one? I really liked it because like usually like the only the one good uh, Disney movie based on a Disney attraction is the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie. The rest. I mean, this new Haunted Mansion that's going to come out looks pretty dope. But like the one with Eddie Murphy. No. <laughs> um, Country Bears. No. Um, yeah, there's just it's just very like miss 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 one hit so this one was actually pretty good probably because it was very much like pirates of the caribbean but it's like you know if it if it's not broke don't fix it i guess yeah um but yeah it was really good and i really liked the beginning when he's like doing the jungle cruise because like at first they're like quiet and just staring at him as he's telling these jokes and then Mm. over time they start like groaning and yelling at him (laughs) and then like yeah it's just uh i was just like oh that 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 brings me back that brings me back like me and my mom because my mom saw me do it a couple of times we're like laughing in the theater as he was making the jokes and like we were the only ones like really laughing and she's like oh it's probably because like we know this (laughs) um so then so those jokes that they're that they're being stepped are being said on the jungle cruise are Mm -hmm. those are are those script i mean is that is that like mostly improv um it's we have to say certain jokes that are approved by the company because it's okay. disney yeah, yeah, yeah. um because like uh if say someone a jungle cruise skipper said a joke and someone you know didn't like it and wanted to like sue or like got offended or something and wanted to sue um gotcha they basically run the jokes like we can suggest jokes but they yeah. have to like go through like a bunch of lawyers first to like analyze like if anyone's gonna you know take offense to this Gotcha. And uh, if they do sue, the company can protect you if you said something that they approved, but they can't protect you if you just said something yourself, like you're on your own, pal. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, people could you. improv, I guess, if they wanted to, but it's a risk I wasn't willing to take. <laughs> yeah, I probably wouldn't do that either, not just thinking about it, but I didn't know, so that's why I had to ask. But Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, how long did you do that job for? Five years. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, and then, and then you moved in and you came back to the Bay or how did that work out? Uh, cause of wrestling. (laughs) Um, I really, you know, I 
grew up all my life, you know, doing some sort of performance art, like whether it was like ballet or theater. And then, you know, I was performing obviously on the Jungle Cruise and I just really like performing. And I was watching the Netflix show Glow with Alison Brie. And um, I was like, you know, I feel like I've done a lot of different kinds of performing, but I haven't done wrestling yet. So why don't I try that? And my best friend happened to grow up with wrestling, like during like late attitude era, early ruthless aggression era. Yeah. And um, he got back into it when WrestleMania was here, I think for like 31. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I asked him like, Hey, how would I do it? And we looked at some schools, but in like Southern California, it was like either really expensive or it was like a Lucha school. And don't get me wrong. I like the Lucha style. It's just like, you know, at the time I wasn't sure if it was okay for white people to do that. <laughs> now I know, now I see that it doesn't matter. Which yeah. Makes sense. Cause like people of all different backgrounds do martial arts, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. why would it, whatever that was silly of me to think. But yeah, then I moved to, so I moved to Northern California where the schools were a lot cheaper. And nice. uh, yeah, came across Stone to You. And yeah, I was like, that's, what, that's what I always told myself. Like if I was going to get into it, and I know I'm not going to, but if I if I were, it's, it's between West Coast and Stone or You. Those are the two schools that I think that are fucking killing it right now with the students and how they treat the students and just everything yeah Those are the two top schools in my opinion on the west coast oh well what some because there's there's some top schools in in la and uh, uh oh, Oregon yeah. and shit like that but when it comes to northern oh, yeah. california oh for sure west coast and stone are you for sure yeah definitely yeah when it comes to the bay area yeah um so one of the last things i have in my notes is uh because i want to know and i wasn't there at some at a show the same day but what was it like wrestling uh for the Folsom Street Fair awesome um <laughs> it was really cool because uh I hadn't really done like a super gimmicky match yet mm-hmm. and um I really like doing silly things and we were wrestling basically like our carnivorous our carnivorous uh, uh birthday cake mm-hmm. and we were just like treating it like it was like wrestling us and like it's like I took a second rope bump from it (laughs) out of the corner um and you know it was just it was just great to like do something silly especially at like a place where like people aren't necessarily like into wrestling some people there probably are but like a lot of them are probably just you know there for you know fulsome things just fulsome things yeah fulsome things um (laughs) and uh they uh you know and they just had a blast with it they were just having a ton of fun and um i think at the end of the day if the crowd's having fun then you've done your job oh for sure yeah i saw some videos from that day and i saw the 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 matches that full career put out and it looked like a lot of fun uh yeah i do remember there was an ugly show that day in san jose and uh yeah, my brother was there though. He filmed all those matches actually. Nothing about it. He did. He did. He yeah. was a trooper. <laughs> there was a lot yeah. of matches. <laughs> From what I was told, yes, I, I, yeah, I heard there was a lot of matches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how people do it with all the matches, but it's possible, and people do it, and it's a good time all, all the time. So. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! But um. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a question, and it's usually a David Edge question that he's at that he will ask, but he's not here today. How dare he? I don't know where <laughs> no, he's at. Yeah, I don't know it's where fine. he's at. Um, 
so he usually asks um, this question. And uh, so when it's all said and done and wrestling shoes, the boots, the gear, it's all put away. What does Laura Frazier want to be remembered for in this business? Hmm. Um, just for kind of just being her, you know, herself being a badass, being cool, but also being like goofy and just not, you know, be showing layers, just not just go. being one thing, but yeah. be able to be multiple things within one person. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, um, actually, my last question is, where can people follow you on social media? Um, Pretty much everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Instagram. I haven't really been doing TikTok lately. I am so sorry. Um, and Facebook, uh, Laura Frazier Kick. Um, yeah, they're all just Laura Frazier Kick, all one word. Nice. Well, thank you for doing this. It's been a long time coming. I know we're supposed to do this like a few or a couple of times. And you know what it is? Booking meetings. Mm -hmm. Doing them in oh, person, yeah. doing them in person, showing up to the venue and like you're setting up, and then like all you hear is booking meeting, and I'm like, you, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> like we've been doing, we've done interviews before me and David, and in the middle of it, all I hear is booking meeting, and I'm like, fuck! I was like, you gotta be kidding me! <laughs> I was like, we've been, I'm like, we're eight minutes into this interview. I was like, there's no fucking way. I was like, but of course there's a way, and it just happens sometimes, but. No, yeah. I got Zoom. I got I got Zoom taken care of. So, yeah, I'm taking. So now I can do these interviews whenever. So, nice. Yeah, th thank you for doing this again. Thank you for taking your time out of your day for doing this. And yeah, just thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. All right. Well, you take care. You too. I hope you guys really enjoyed that interview. Uh, definitely got to get her back on again. Hopefully, like if I have time, I'll. Uh... I'll uh, get on the interview. Well, no, so I was thinking about it because, like, there's some that are coming up to about a year that I did last year. Like, the one with Tony Vargas. What's today's date? Uh, on the 13th. You guys just looked a couple, like, yesterday. On the 13th, there'll be a year that I talked to Tony Vargas. And then it's been a year since we talked to uh, Nick Xander. It's been a year since we talked to... I forgot who else. Damn, that's crazy. I, I wish you know what we should do. Huh. Look back at the first ever year that we did uh, interviews, uh -huh. and see if like some of them are available. Uh, I mean, hey, Tony Vargas would be cool to interview, especially with him in his retirement. Yeah, that's what I want to talk about. See what he's been up to. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to sidetrack or anything, but the we're still watching Wizards to Waverly Place. Yeah, it's um, the one with the dragon dog. Yeah, that's uh the the guy who's with the dragon dog. That's uh -huh. a fun fact. That's Taylor Negron. Who's that? Uh, he was in, uh, you remember, what was it, uh, Angels in the Outfield? Yeah. Okay, well, when the kids went to, the, like, the ballpark, they had, like, an assistant, and the assistant was Taylor Negron. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, you, that's it. You know a lot of random facts. And then, uh, if you ever watched, uh, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh-huh. Which is a very outdated. It's a good movie, but it's very poorly outdated. I believe it. It's like it's it's literally about you know getting chicks and having sex with them, oh you know, because they're like in their eyes they're property and shit like that. Like it's really bad. It's really bad. But uh, Taylor Negron was in the movie. He was the pizza delivery man. Another random fact. I don't know who this is, but okay. Yeah. Uh, this is what I do with my time. Instead of doing interviews with Victor, uh, I talk about Taylor Negron. Yeah, and you and then you sell your uh, your um, your arcade machines. I already sold it. Oh, you did? Yeah, 
I you know what's funny? I uh-huh. actually I'm not gonna say what I bought it for, uh-huh. but I made money selling it oh. because I I sold it for way more than what I what I bought it for. Oh, cool! Because it was it's modded. It had a thousand games on it. I just I didn't play it as much, and I was I'm now a, I'm a Nintendo Switch guy. <gasps> oh, you can play um, Animal Crossing. I don't play Animal Crossing, but you can. I could, yeah, but I, I don't, don't know. Want other, to. I don't know other games are there. Are there Mario Kart? Which one? Which one is it now? Number eight. Oh, okay, it's cool. fun. Um, there's also, what is it? Um, we play this game called Overcooked. Okay. It's literally, you're a chef and you have a time limit to make food. And it's like, it's literally, it's the most stressful game you'll ever play. I feel like I've seen it or heard of it before. Like it'll literally pop up. It'll be like, go get three onions and make an onion soup. And you now have to go get the onions, cut them up. And then you got to put them in the soup and then you got to make sure you do it right. And then you got to, there's a time limit on it. And then more orders keep coming in as you're making these foods. So like (laughs) you have to watch out because if you don't do it by a certain time, like, uh, you'll lose $10 off of your tip. Okay. So it's kind of sucks because you'll have money and then like, you're like so close to your goal. And then like literally you'll miss an order and it'll take $10 off your tip. (laughs) What other games? Um, Super Smash Brothers, which I don't have yet, but I want to get it. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I want to get that. I want to get the new Pokemon game. It'll be my first Pokemon game since Ruby or Sapphire. Does Pokemon Go not count as a game? I wouldn't count as a as a Pokemon type of game. Like I, I wouldn't, wouldn't count it as a video game. No, it's a it's a phone game. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like it, I it's the equivalent of Paper Toss. Remember Paper Toss? Where <laughs> 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 you just throw the paper, you you flick the finger with the paper and you throw it into the trash can. <laughs> no, now me and I have me and Chent were playing um, iMessage games. It's and, really lame. And we're playing the cup pong game. Okay, that's so stupid. I like that though. I hate I miss it every I <coughs> suck at it. I'm not good at it. Yeah. I w I wouldn't ex wouldn't expect that. It's not it's a fucking stupid it's a phone game. Those aren't supposed to be anything. No, but yeah, I mean that's cool in there. You're a Nintendo Switch guy. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I'm trying to get the new Pokemon game. Get it. I'm trying to. Yeah. I wanna get there's two games I wanna get. The new skate game that's kinda come out and then um yeah, because you have an Xbox, right? Yeah, and then um, the, I want to get the WWE, uh, not WWE, I want to get AEW game. Yeah, when's that coming out? F- I don't know. What the fuck do I know? I mean, that's good. They're taking their time to make sure everything is good, but yeah, it should be a good game. I yeah, because we have a we have an Xbox One, but we don't play it ever. We yeah, might, I we, only play NHL and Skate 3. We actually might sell it. Yeah, sell them. Yeah, they, I mean, we have a shit ton of games on it, too. We just are, we like the Nintendo Switch. It's more fun. I want to get the new Kirby game. Uh, Nintendo, Nintendo anything is fun. I think it is. Yeah, no, it is it is fun. I like those kinds of games. And um, what's another one I wanted to get? Oh, yeah, I did say Pokemon. But, yeah, I, I'm just, like, shocked because it'll be my first Pokemon game since Sapphire, which came out in 2004. Oh. So to play a Pokemon game from that was from 2004 to go to this one now, that's like a... Almost a 20-year difference. Yeah. So it's weird to play. Like, imagine if you only played... Um, you remember WWF No Mercy? Yeah. Could you imagine if you played only No Mercy and then you started playing WWE 2K23? You'd, it's a big yeah, difference. Yeah, it's a big difference, yeah. Well, I mean, there are different consoles because you obviously use the Xbox, but... Yeah. All right, let's, uh, let's get on out of here. Yeah, well, let's get out of here. Uh, so, yeah, again, Laura, thank you. You're the best, and you're an adventurer, which is... Awesome. Fucking awesome. I love yeah. saying adventurer. Yeah. Pretty it's cool. F- it's a fun thing. Uh but yeah, uh thank you to everyone listening. Again, make sure to follow us uh on social media on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Markout Media eighteen. Once again, that's Markout Media one eight. Also buy the merch at brainbustertees.com. 
And what else? <laughs> and then, oh, make sure to subscribe to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Our Heart Radio, and many more platforms where podcasts are provided to you. My, you got any water? My voice is hoarse. <laughs> tons of water, yes. Wow, that's so funny. I didn't even do the interview. My voice is hoarse. Yeah, I got tons of water. Oh, look, he's, yeah, you good? Uh, you yeah, good you know, it's just I'm getting old. Sometimes it's hard being over 40. Well, all right, well, take us out. Or am I? <laughs> right, yeah, don't be, yeah, you're pushing 40. Oh, yeah, I got to get out of here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <coughs> anyways, you guys, uh, from me to Victor to everyone listening, you either mark out or get the fuck out. Later. Bye. Thank you for checking out the Markout Media Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MarkoutMedia18. And don't forget to buy the merch at BrainBusterTees.com.